Here at SAFM, Sundays, 8 to 10 a.m., your free on-air consultation on marketing, advertising, media, and brand communication matters. Good morning and welcome to Media on SAFM. My name is Lizette Khan and I'm in for Ashraf God. I've got a jam-packed show for you this morning. Of course, we talk all things media and we are going to be on your airways between 8 and 10 this morning. If you're wondering what dial you should be on, it's between 104 and 107 FM. And of course, we do want to interact with you. So please do hit us up on the SAFM Twitter handle, that's SAFM Radio. And if you would like to speak to me on Twitter, I'm at, at, at Lizzie underscore. Con. Now we have got a jam-packed show for you. We're going to start off with racism in the media. We're going to speak specifically about why social media actually complicates racism. We're going to have guests in studio, namely Lance Class, and also a psychologist on the line just talking about the psychology behind it all and why people find it so easy to vent on social media. Also going to be talking brand finance and we're going to be talking about the top brands of the country and women and wheels. People tend to think that driving is just the domain of men, but we are going to have Juliet Maguire, the editor of Women on Wheels, and she's going to be telling us about why the magazine is about more than just what's under the bonnet. But let's look at what we have in store when it comes to um, looking at the racism when it comes to media. Now, obviously, we've, we've talked about this on numerous occasions, and what we'd like to know is when you look at the media, and when you look at Twitter, you look at Facebook, you look at all the social media uh, platforms that there are, out there, generally people find it very easy to vent their frustrations. Why is it that people do that? Do they think that it is a secure space in which to do that? On the line, we have um, psychologist Nondo Miso, and Nondo Miso actually wrote a very, very interesting article about this. It's Nondo Miso Mpambo. Nondo Miso, I'd like to ask you a very simple question. Why do people feel so comfortable to talk about their, their frustrations when it comes to race on social media platforms? Um, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, I think um, social media is, is a platform that allows everyone to be able to vent out um, pertaining to various issues that they feel uh, very strongly about. So social media is, once, firstly, is, is a platform that one is able to express how they feel about various issues and the audience is, because because of the uh, big audience that one is, 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 is exposed to. So it's easier for them to express how they feel about various issues. Um, and also that one can always say, um, it, it's got that aspect where one can always um, deny responsibility for whatever that they had said afterwards. Like, for instance, if somebody says something and there's a reaction after that, mm-hmm. one can always say, um, you know, at that point, um, there was something that was happening in my life or somebody had just uh, triggered or had just provoked me or whatever. But the point of the matter is that at the end of the day, one at that particular moment was able to express how they feel about a specific issue. So either way, they were able to um, put their point across with um, minimal um, consequences of that. Now, let me stop. Do, do they even perceive it as racist when they're busy typing it? Because a lot of times I think that you know, a lot of these thoughts are subconscious and people don't realize it until they've actually written it and it, it's out there that it's actually racist. Um, 
Oh, can you please repeat the question for me? Because I, I didn't get do they, the when they busy, now. when they busy typing out these tweets or when they're busy on Facebook, do you think that they perceive that they they're venting as racist or is it just venting? Um, I think it's more about venting. But I think every person, when you write, uh, when you when you type a text on mm-hmm. Facebook or whatever, either in your social media, you're quite aware of what you are writing. So I don't think that any person might think might might not be aware or might not perceive what they're doing as racist. But one thing that you need to understand again is that racism it, it becomes it's viewed as racism the moment that other people that the moment that it enlists elicits a reaction from others. Like for instance, if one is 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 racist, they may not think that they're racist mm. until somebody else points it out that actually what you have said is an indication of you, of your racial attitude towards a specific race or whatever. But one, uh, because uh, racism, if we understand racism, is it's a discrimination or a belief that one has about a specific group. Um, but they themselves may not think that they're being uh, racist towards that specific group until somebody else points it out to them. Because according to them, as individuals, it's their, it's their lifestyle, it's their attitude, it's how they perceive mm. the world. So it's their own um, perception reality. of the world, yes, and it's their own reality. So until somebody else points it out, then they could be like, oh, oh um, I didn't mean it that way, or um, that's not what I meant, or whatever. But um, I think a race, and which is why it, it's, 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 it's being regarded as, uh, because of discrimination, so meaning that somebody else interpreted based on what is a social norm or based on what is acceptable in that society. Hence, then, it, it becomes, it is it, racism. But the person that is um, the, uh, the direct or the person that is, that is, is doing that expression may not view it as racism. Thank you. I'm just going to bring in Lance Clausen here. He is the, the founder of Untold Media. Lance, you've heard what Ndomisa has to say about the fact that a lot of times, you know, people don't realize they're racist until somebody else tells them once they've typed this out. Would you then say that the social media provides a platform for people to have discussions that they generally won't be able to have with their relatives or people in the direct circle? Sometimes I find that uh, social media just brings out the worst in people. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, too, yes. it's, it's like what, the, what happens is some, some incidents happen and, and uh, people who are the most vile react first and they're trying to do it in 142 characters. Mm-hmm. And they succeed in doing it in lighting a fire of, 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 of hatred, of, of, of a lack of depth in discussion. And so what happens if somebody throws something emotionally charged at you Sometimes we react emotionally. Yes. And so what it becomes yeah. is becomes a. a, a we've, and what does and what the racists do is they light a tinderbox of hatred, and the problem is not the fire that it erupts. The fact is that we have a tinderbox in the first place. Yes. And that's not mm. being addressed. So, mm. and I think that's what I'm trying to ask. So we had TRC. A lot of people said that didn't work because a lot of stuff was just swept under the carpet, and a lot of hatred and a, and, a, and a lot of anger has been simmering for a long time in people's in people's lives on a daily basis. So now they have a platform mm. where they're able to vent yeah. emotionally. Yes. Can we take the, the, those emotional vents and in our own private conversa- conversations with the people around us start talking about the real issues about What's sparking it? What that turn there is? You know what I try and do is when I'm on online, and, 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 I, and I'm and I try not to be online because sometimes I find that uh, um, it's the send button is too easy. 
and uh, and I don't help the and I don't help the issue. So I'm, you know, and this is where traditional media, it's you know where what happens is is as now is that um, social media has democratized the uh, open uh, has democratized space. Mm-hmm. So it means that everybody can have their share of of of, of conversation. Um, Without the monitoring by a radio station, uh, a yeah, uh, newspaper. PCCSA. So yes, <laughs> you know. So because when we say something in when we come from traditional media, that we have to make sure it's correct, it's accurate, it's not inciting violence, um, because there are repercussions for us. Mm. And what hap- what and what you've realised now is that um, and what people who engage in social media have to realise that there are consequences to their actions. A lot of times they don't mm, seem to realize yes. that. And, and there are laws that yeah. govern social yeah. media, you know. For example, it, it, that you can be held accountable for what you say. Ask Penny, Penny Sparrow. Yes. You know, it cost her, what, I think 100 or 150,000 rand. 150, yeah. Yes. And that's mm. what happens. There are consequences to what you say. You know, there are things where in, in the, the safeguards that say in print and digital media... Uh, where we have this thing called a sub-editor. Someone's <laughs> going to read through your work. Nobody's reading through your work when you're tweeting. <laughs> and, that's, and, it, and what it does is it makes the process slower, but it makes it more thoughtful. The, makes it more thoughtful. Does and it also not make it less, less honest? Because when you, when you are emotionally charged, like you've just said, Nandamisa, you do, mm. yes, you, you often say things that you regret later, but it's also mm. an honest reaction of how you're feeling in that moment. You know, sometimes mm. when you sit back and then you temper it a bit and then you change a little bit of a word and then it actually loses the feeling behind what you were actually trying to mm. say. So mm. isn't this also just extremely honest, Nandamisa? Um, I think it is uh, extremely honest. Um, I mean, it, when, you know, there's a there's a new phrase uh, that two people that can speak the truth is a drunk person. Um, <laughs> so the person is drunk, um, and oh, I forgot the other part. Um, but what what it needs to, uh, the, the point is that um, when we are emotional at times, our defenses at that time are not really at their peak. Mm-hmm. I mean, for instance, defenses as in. Um, your 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 knowledge of what is acceptable in society and the consequences and all of that. So your 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 thinking process and your um, rationalizing process at that moment when you are emotional is not at its peak. So one is able whatever information that they would have repressed in their very very much conscious state, um, they're not able to do that. So then one would be, it would express how they really feel inside because the filters at that moment are not at their peak. So then when one now has come down, then you realize, oh, oh, oh what have I done? What, mm-hmm. You know, when you start thinking of the consequences of what you have said, I mean, you guys are just attached a value, especially from what, uh, the, to like what the, 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 the amount that you just mentioned now, that's what it costs the other individual when they, um, acted something on social media. So, um, so when one is emotional, uh, your filters are not at their at their optimal function. So then, one is able to express exactly how they feel, and when they come, yeah, and they are comfortable, and they realize, oh, oh, I've said something that yes. Um, so I think um, when one is emotional or when they are emotionally charged, the real um, whatever that is that they. Um, they try not to say because of consequences of their awareness of consequences, then it just comes out. 
Lance, um, you, you wanted to get in on that? Yeah, but the, the thing is, uh, we shouldn't make decisions when you're angry. Because these kind of decisions can cost you, you know. It's like, you know, yeah. don't make decisions. And this is just not, a, it's not for social media. Because what happens is your emotions make the decision and mm-hmm. your rational mind doesn't. Mm. So it might be yeah. honest, you know, but it might not be good for you, so... Interestingly enough, like you said uh, earlier, Lance, about the fact that, you know, in this kind of regulated space, you've got a sub-editor, I've got my my team on the other side that looks and says, don't say that, you know, kind of gives me a script, make sure that the BCSA is there to look over my shoulder. Um, Companies now, though, are also treading into the space of social media faux pas. And we don't need to look very far. We've just over the last couple of weeks had a lot of incidents. You should think that they should be doing this better because it's more than one individual. Yeah, but the thing is, um, what what I've written about, and I wrote specifically about the the spur incident, I wrote yes. it in Business Day, mm-hmm. and I'm saying that um, racism should be viewed as a as a danger to business, mm-hmm. meaning that um, South Africa has its own set of problems when coming to to dealing with issues of race, and because we haven't dealt properly with the issues of race, it will find outlets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Including business places, mm. and so yeah. and what happens is that when it comes out, it explodes. It because it's been pent up and 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 frustrated, mm. and, and, and not dealing with the issues, been frustrated. Mm. So what I'm arguing is that that you should have a racism policy, same as you have a safety policy, same as you have a internet policy, anything that affects your business, and it cannot just be a passive policy. It cannot just be, well, we stand against racism. We all stand against racism. Yeah. It should be an active policy. It means that how do we deal with these issues uh, in a constructive way? And when mm. and I was listening to Teresa Oakley-Smith on, a, on, a, on a, one of your competitors, and she said, when somebody comes in and says, no, we don't see race severe. They're just liars, you know. <laughs> they're just liars. <laughs> because you know, they're not this, this, and they're lying with the best of intentions. Yeah. It's not because they're saying that, they're saying that we don't have problems. You have problems just because the problems haven't been raised or addressed. They are there because people bring their baggage into the workplace. And specifically yeah. for client-facing businesses, yeah. my way is found that out, you know. Mm-hmm. And my way found that out. Not because they did anything wrong, because, you know, because stuff was brought into their business and that's what was happening. But what it does is that it forces businesses to really (coughs) assess who they are and what they're doing. And they're not doing it because the race issue is just a component of lack of transformation. Definitely. Mm. So, Nandamisa, if I had to ask you in, in, in a few words to explain why you think Social media complicates racism. What would you say? 105.2, the home of SAFM in East London. East London. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, Ndomiso. We, we don't know how the gremlins got into the system right now. Um, just a quick okay. question from your, like I said, when it comes to racism, um, why would you say that social media complicates it? And we're not just asking you, we're also, of course, asking our listeners. They can call in on 089104207. You can also SMS, SMS us on 4093. Of course, SMSs are charged at 150. Also, remember that you can hit us up on social media. So do go to at SAFM Radio or uh, tweet me at Lizzie underscore Khan. Um, and then, Nondumiso, please, this
Um, okay, I think one thing we need to understand about uh, social media is that one, um, when whenever one uh, is expressing their opinion about a specific issue, um, as I said again, that the audience, there's a huge audience for that. And number two, um, whatever that you, you, you have expressed in terms of whatever issue, it would incite um, various um, emotions mm-hmm. from that audience that is, is exposed to it. And now what happens is that um, one is likely to be judged based on whatever that they have said, um, either by authorities or either by the audience or just um, the general population that is um, that is reading whatever the, that expression of that individual. And what then complicates it is that the interpretation of whoever is, is in that platform um, makes judgment about that individual mm-hmm. that um, has expressed whatever about a specific issue. And then it puts you in a specific box. Like, for instance, if, if one, um, if prior to, to that expression that you had written on social media, people might have viewed you as a, a good South African, uh, one that embraces democracy and all of that. And another thing that we also need to understand is that our society, South African and South African citizens, has a historical background, which wasn't good. And and I think your uh, one of your guests, my colleague, they have just mentioned that what, whatever that whatever it is that happens on social media, whatever it is that is expressed by an individual, there's one we should never forget that there's a historical background. So as yeah. much as TLC planned to um, alleviate whatever traumatic um, effects of the past of the apartheid era, but it that but there was no platform for people to express themselves, there was no platform for these discourses, for people to engage in this kind of discourses about the issues that were related to that regime. But now what happens is that now we are at an era where everyone is expected to have amnesia, you know, mm-hmm. of whatever had happened in the past. And because there has not been that platform for people to engage with such issues, so when one expresses or whether to what we refer to the Freudian slip, uh, because of an emotional um, outbreak, whatever. And so when one expresses it, it's going to, firstly, the person that expresses it and the people that are receiving it are going to judge that person based on, um, on, 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 on that issue of racism. So now what complicates it even more is that whatever one has said on social media, you can never reverse it, mm. you know. And so you move from that box of being of being viewed as a good citizen to that box of being viewed as as you know as, as a racist or or one that is discriminating against a specific race or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now the implication of that is that that person, and, and depending on which platform we're in or in which social status you're in, that person then will. Um, Will experience what we uh, what we can refer to either as um, you'll be discriminated against firstly, mm-hmm. um, because then now you you are seen as one that is perpetuating that which society is trying to get rid of. That is number one and six, second and depending on on, on your position in society. Um, so if one if if one is from a political stance, then you are viewed as one that is perpetuating those uh, those those beliefs and those attitudes, and therefore the treatment that is going to follow there 
is not going to be a pleasant one for you, as an, uh, for you as an individual. So then, then what complicates it is that not only are you going to be treated in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a manner that is not pleasant to you or consequences in terms of your job or job implications and whatnot, but again what it, what it does is that it triggers things that individuals of that society, like we as South Africans, have um, come or over time thought that uh, they're not existing anymore. So once you have that expression, then it triggers, and it, it, it triggers those emotions that have been repressed on quite a lot of individuals in South Africa, which then sets a different emotion to the whole society. True. Now, so, um, yes. Sorry, I just wanted to bring Lance in here because I, I'm reading some of the stuff that he has written with regards to the fact of the landscape of South Africa and where we come, you know, come from, and you mentioning the amnesia aspect of it all. It often mm. is used by, uh, you know, just looking at Bal Pottinger, as a divisive soul, a form as well to kind of conquer and rule, divide and rule, um, also on these social media platforms. Yes. Um, a good cause in bad hands is bad for the cause. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's what's happening. Got to remember that. And that's what happens with, um, with, with Bal Pottinger. The issues that BLF and EFF have raised of, about uh, the divide in the South African economy, mm-hmm. it's actually quite mm-hmm. real. It's definitely it's, real. It's yes. real. But the fact is, the way that they've used it, you know, it's, when you ask them to, what's your policy on... To unpack. You, to unpack it. Eh? They don't go further than the slogans. And so this is mm-hmm. where we as media have to be more critical in saying, just saying, not just saying, well, you shouldn't be beating up on journalists, but what's the meat beha- on the bone? Mm-hmm. And there's, there's specifically with BLF, there's, there's nothing in the cupboard. Because you ask them... What's the what what model are you going to employ? Are you going to employ the Venezuelan model, the Norwegian model, the uh, any model, any model? You know, and they don't have anything else. They only got is that you know, white people are racist and black people must take the stuff. But how? 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 And it always <laughs> comes down to implementation, though. On the line, we have anonymous in Cape Town. Anonymous, you want to weigh in on the subject? Hi. Good morning, guys. How good morning. Uh, oh, well. It's a uh, sensitive topic. Uh? But uh, I'm going to say this. There's nothing wrong with social media. Mm-hmm. Because why? The problem is social media users. is me, you, and others. <laughs> it's just as people can meet together, a certain rest or a certain group of people, try to think they are better than others. But the fact also is, in life, even among black or white, or even children from one mother and one father, we do have different capacity, which means there should be someone better than others in a certain field. But to me, it's becoming racist in social media or in any life when you consider yourself above others just because of color, mm-hmm. just because of your capacity. But the fact of saying in social media that someone is black or is white, let's admit it, that's the truth. We need to talk about that as it is. Let's not confuse things. And then when we say so when user social media is complicating things, I totally disagree that it's actually giving us a chance to see what people are really and how can we help them. Because yeah. when we we read the comments on social media, the matter can be out of topic, people bring racism on it. Then you can see what type of person is the person. Then perhaps if you want to you can comment 
by helping that person to not think that the way he's thinking. So there's nothing wrong with social media. That is the way I can contribute to this topic. Thank you very much, Anonymous. Saying that, you know, basically there's nothing wrong with social media. The, the old stance that guns don't pe- kill people, people kill yeah. people. Um, he is saying, though, that it is a way for people to air what they are feeling. Lance, just a quick Summary, do you think that this is the best way for people to hear how they're feeling? I think uh, the more democratizing, the more opening of space, the better it is. The more people, the more voices in. Mm-hmm. But the voices have to have consequences. If they're, you know, yeah, there is responsibility and consequences when coming to these issues. Nondomiso, from your side, uh, Lance has talked about con- uh, consequence from a psychological perspective. Looking at social media, just quickly summing up, because we've got to go to the news right now. Is this a healthy way? Uh, is this a healthy way for people to to work through these emotions that have been repressed for such a long time? Um, okay, one, I, I wouldn't say it is a healthy way. <clears throat> I'll say it's a healthy way, and I also say it's not a healthy way. It's a healthy way because one, it, it, it allows one to be aware of what their attitudes are towards a specific group or towards other other people. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Um, and so it's healthy in that sense. Um, that is on condition that the person realizes what their attitudes are, or realizes the fact that perhaps they have racial attitudes towards others, and which then is, uh, is is an indication for them to seek help. Um, and, and 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 second, it's it's unhealthy in a sense that in the platform in which it's used will elicit and will um, incite. Um, either violence or will incite um, specific uh, feelings or emotions from, from the other group, which may then, the other group may retaliate in, in, in specific ways. So, so it's um, about the responsibility it, that comes with it. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, so one would say it's healthy in the sense that at times, um, one, as I said earlier on, that an individual may not be aware that they are actually racist in terms of their attitudes, unless somebody else pointed out, because in, the, in their world, it's their reality, and that's how they view things, that's how strongly they feel about specific issues, until somebody pointed out that actually, you know, it's, it's you, you're being racist. So it's helping that way that it has allowed an individual to be aware of what, um, of, of, of their own ideologies, which need to be challenged and need to be challenged, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an acceptable manner. Well, news. So it's unhealthy news. Sorry. A news has given us a, a reprieve in Domiso, but there is somebody on the line from Durban, uh, much like you in, in KwaZulu Natal, Motala, Motala, who wants to also weigh in on the subject. Hello? Yes, Motala. No. You're on a session. Now, the prime issue is in South Africa for centuries, racism and the issue that we are all different, we lived in a different area legally, the press and all that regarded as normal to discuss about their own racial issues, and we were not allowed to talk about certain races. Mm-hmm. Certain races were superior, the media could not, but we were legally allowed to discuss primarily our own racial issues, so that our mental mentality grew up in such a way that in time we produce our own papers, our own articles, and discussing mainly the issues of our own race and not about humanity as a whole. Mm-hmm. And this is what is the problem I mean, now. We are all mentally enslaved 
that we are different people. We are not the descendants of the common ancestor, Adam and Eve. We are not all human beings. And this is the main problem, the mentality of the South African people. Thanks very much, Matala. Making the point there, Lance, that it's maybe that we are looking at the wrong thing, that we should be stop looking at the fact that we're different and just start looking at the fact that we're all just human beings that, you know, have diverse ways of looking at the world. And it's like flowers, you know. A garden doesn't have just one color flower. Yeah, we're separate, but... Uh, but, but equal. But, yeah, you know, but, but the thing is what we have to realize is that our common humanity unites us in this. So, but it doesn't mean that, that also... We also have to have to adhere to the same set of values. Yeah. You know, uh, our backgrounds might be different, but the values have to be constitutionally based. That's that's the cornerstone of who we are. You know, so for example, the the values of 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 freedom of expression. Yes. My freedom of expression does not uh, ex- come into ways of insulting you mm-hmm. or race baiting you yes. or starting to go to or or, or 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 saying that or or, or dehumanizing you. Yeah, so that's where it is, and so we have. When you, once you have the common set of values, that's that's where we we can agree uh, on, our, on on who we are as our as a society. Now, the Human Rights Commission have gone out. They've had you know public sessions on on social media and racism. They've noted that that the, the issues with regards to racism and social media is there. What do you think are some of the key aspects that they should be looking at when it comes to basically looking at how to put those common values in place to monitor? It starts at, it's, it's, this should, you know, this is where society has gone ahead of the education system. Mm-hmm. And I would have asked, and I would have asked that uh, people understand the consequences of their actions. You know, this is where I was actually, but you know, I was impressed by my way in the way they handled that 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 email. But I was also disappointed that the, that the person that started all this trouble didn't realize the consequences of it, you know, and that's mm. what should have happened, you know. Mm. There should have been some kind of consequences. This person was malicious in what they did. Um, then the, the, he knew that there was a tinderbox of, of anger out there, and he just went and he just lit it. With gasoline, not yes, just... Yes, yes, he <laughs> went out there, he went, and, 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 and I understand he was angry that his claim wasn't, wasn't processed. That's yeah. okay. They don't, they, uh, we've all been through this kind of fights with, with institutions and, you know, corporates. But what should have happened is, sorry, was just not good enough. Mm. He, you know, he should have he should have done something. There should have been some kind of act of contrition. He should have he should have been made to to uh, pay a fine of some kind or charity. He should have gone for anger management, something like that. But you know, but just saying, you know, sorry, all's forgiven, go away. You know, in the in the meantime, other people are getting fired from their jobs. It's, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, you know, this, the same the same the, the same action the same actions should carry the same punishment. You know, it's for, for me. My way did, uh, I just didn't wanted this thing to go away, but I think there should be more substantive response. Thank you very much. That is Lance Carson, who is the founder of Untold Media. Also on the line we had as a wonderful psychologist, Anondomi um, Samampo, who is t- talking about how basically as South Africa, we have a lot of issues to deal with when it comes to race. And unfortunately, we haven't had the space to talk about it openly and freely. That's why social media has become so important. But with that, freedom comes responsibility. And that responsibility also comes with consequence. So that's what we need to keep in mind the next time we send out that 140-character tweet.